On our spotlight for you today on KRWC, first Wednesday of December and the first Wednesday of each month on Spotlight, we talk with Emily Hansen, University of Minnesota Extension uh, here in the Rye County area about uh, horticulture and uh, various topics like that. And Emily, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Happy um, holidays and Merry Christmas to you. Kind of early here, but uh, I don't know if we'll talk in between, so... Uh, yeah, we'll talk next year, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we're going to talk about a number of topics here today, some of which kind of uh, uh, involve the holiday season, and others are uh, kind of more looking ahead to uh, the next growing season. Remind everybody what you do for uh, U of M Extension. Yeah, so I am the horticulture extension educator in Wright, McLeod, and Meeker counties. And so I put on various educational events that are free, um, for people to come and learn from. And I also answer technical assistance questions. So if any homeowners or farmers have questions about their horticultural crops, their trees, their lawns, they can come and call me, uh, go to the office and ask those questions and they can get those answers. Obviously things have changed dramatically in our landscape since we last talked. Uh, when we uh, talked in November, I think things were still kind of on the brown side. Everybody was still kind of finishing up with some yard work, but uh, we're past that now. Yeah, we're definitely more towards the holiday type of gardening. Um, but if you are unlike me and you go and cut a real Christmas tree for the holidays, um, it's really important to know how to take care of it. So what we always suggest is if you get a fresh tree, you need to make a fresh cut and you need to have fresh water. So if you go to a Christmas tree farm and cut your own tree and you are not able to put that tree up right away, um, make sure that you actually keep it in your garage or a cool space um, with the cut end of the bucket, a cut end of the tree in a bucket of water. Um, but if you do uh, get a tree from a tree lot or a garden center and you want to know if it's fresh, you can do the pull test. So the pull test, you take your hand and you pull on a shoot with your thumb and your fingers. And if the tree is fresh, you should not have any needles come off in your hand. So once you determine what tree you want and if it's fresh, you bring it home, um, put it up right away. Um, actually, excuse me, before that, you have to make the cut. So you have to cut a half an inch to an inch off the base of the tree right before you put it in the tree stand. Um, and that will help it to resume uh, its water uptake. So because trees are cut at the farm, it'll dry out and it could clog um, the water conducting pores in the trunk. And so obviously cutting it will help it to stay hydrated and keep it fresh. So then you, when you put it up, make sure you are putting it up in a tree stand and you also have water for it. So Christmas trees could use up to a quart of water per day for each inch of diameter on the cut end. So if you have, for example, a seven foot tall tree that has a three inch trunk diameter, it will need up to three quarts of water per day. So make sure that you're watering your Christmas tree this holiday season. I know that it, it might get a lot, but a lot of work, but um, you need to make sure that your tree stays fresh and hydrated um, and make sure that you're just using water. Um, you should not put anything else in the water um, so the tree is taking up that pure water. 
I was just, um, yeah, yeah. just going to ask you about additives. I, you know, there's several of those that are out there, but you don't uh, recommend that. Yeah, no, we do not recommend um, adding anything to the water. So we have heard people adding, you know, sugar to the water, um, but plain tap water is all that you need to keep your tree fresh. So, Yeah, and it's uh, important to remember that the uh, the tree, of course, at least on a temporary basis, uh, still thinks that it's going strong, and so it, especially after it receives that uh, cut to the trunk, it needs uh, to... Uh, kind of drink in some water and, and stay fresh as long as possible. Right, exactly. And um, you obviously want the best Christmas tree at your house for the holiday season, so making sure you follow those steps is really important and making sure you're continually watering. Um, I'm not sure a lot of people know that you need to water a tree um, almost a quart a day if you're having a small tree, but my, with my example before, it was three quarts of water per day, so... Um, that that's probably a new fact that not many people knew. Yep, and you're going to lose a little bit to evaporation, and you could lose some depending if you've got a dog in the house too. You could right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, could come exactly. over. Yeah, so take that into consideration as well. They think that's <laughs> their uh, new watering hole. So, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So. If you maybe live in an apartment or a smaller home that, you know, a Christmas tree may not fit, maybe you are considering making your own container um, for your Christmas uh, decorations. And we actually just had a class last night at the Buffalo Library with one of my master gardeners, and we made holiday container buckets. And they're very simple to make, and we actually foraged a lot of the materials that we got so in our buckets we put spruce tops we had dogwood crab apple branches um, we had milkweed so our master gardener spray painted milkweed and put that in and we also had uh, birch branches so um, it's very simple to make a container and it goes very well in your house, in your home if you have, you know, an apartment or just don't have room for a Christmas tree this year. It's pretty easy to make. So you get the uh, kind of the best of both worlds. You get it uh, minimized size, uh, but uh, you get the uh, fresh aroma of, of the outdoors too. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, super easy to make. And if you are considering, you know, maybe making your own wreath, you can always forage for that, too. It's um, pretty simple to make as well. Just you really only need, you know, spruce tops and some floral wire, and you're good to go. All right. Talking with Emily Hansen, U of M Extension agent here in our area, specializing in the horticulture area. We're going to leave the uh, holiday season a little bit and talk about the um, next year's uh, crop season. You've got a few meetings and uh, some other uh, activities that people want to take note of. Yeah, definitely. So we have our crop management input seminar on Tuesday, December 13th at the Hutchinson Event Center in Hutchinson, Minnesota. And this year, um, we will have lots of speakers for the day. Um, so it'll be from 8.30 to about 2 p.m. Um, some topics include t- corn tar spot, um, management of herbicide-resistant weeds, Um, insect risk management plans for your farm, um, adjusting fertilizer management for dry weather conditions. Um, We will also be having a lunch 
um, having the Ag Person of the Year Award, and then understanding ag marketing. So it's a pretty packed day. Um, and our our um, speakers are from um, UMN Extension. So a lot of our speakers are um, coming out from the cities and giving us the information that they have done research on. And so it'll be a pretty packed day. So that is December 13th at the Hutchinson Event Center. And registration starts at 8.30 in the morning, and we will wrap up around 2 p.m. And the tickets are $20 per person. So it'll be a pretty packed event. Uh, great, great way to start the next year, learning about each different topic and what to be aware of. And then we also have uh, private pesticide applicator trainings coming up next year. So we have one in Hutchinson on February 13th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. at the Crow River Winery. And then we also have one in Buffalo on February 17th from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Wright County Government Center. And if you wanted more information about those private pesticide applicator trainings, you could call the Extension Office and we can get you more specific information. And then we also have a um, land rent workshop today uh, in Buffalo at 1.30 at the Wright County Government Center, and that's in room 1104. So we have a pretty packed day today and upcoming events as well. Man, you're busy in December. You don't uh, kick back at all here, do you? Yeah, no. <laughs> the crops, the crops um, events kind of uh, are vamp are revamping, and um, I my events are kind of um, on the back end right now. The spring and the summer gets really busy for me, but um, since no one's you know planting, harvesting, doing anything, crops events are usually in the winter. So yeah. How about uh, just general uh, topics or just general ideas for anything uh, in our uh, yards and landscapes, uh, anything that we uh, need to do to uh, protect them now? Or is it kind of like, well, anything that you should have done was uh, kind of past the window here, so uh, they're kind of on their own? Yeah, yeah. Um, for In terms of lawns, dormant seeding was, is past already. Um, if you're thinking about pruning any of your trees, I would hold off. So we recommend pruning in around end of January, February time. So, you know, it is cold out right now, and um, we we just can't take the chance in December. We might have a warm day here or there, but in the January and February, you can count on having a cold day. So we recommend pruning um, in February because um, of that cold time frame. So the trees are still dormant and they're less likely to get infected by disease if we do that. So um, we, we've, I've had some questions of, of people asking when to prune and if they should prune now, but just hold off until January and February. Good ideas. I know that uh, you and, and other folks uh, recommend, too, that uh, wintertime is the best time, not only because of, um, you know, it's cold and the uh, less likelihood of any... Uh, problems for the tree but also without the foliage you can kind of see exactly which are the problem limbs and uh, where your trouble is right exactly yeah that's a really great point um and if you don't remember exactly where you want to prune 
um, you could just test the branch. So if you have a dead branch that you wanted to cut in the summer, but you don't remember exactly which one it was, you can just bend the branch down. And if it is flexible, it's still alive. But if it breaks pretty easily, then you can just prune that one at the end. So I guess that's a better test than um, remembering off the top of your head. But um, for next year in the summer, if you know what branches that you want to prune in the winter, you could mark them with a string um, and then prune them in the next year. But that's getting a little ahead of myself now. <laughs> that's, that's a few years from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, sounds great. Uh, anything that we should know about Master Gardeners or any of that type of uh, programming as we uh, get into they kind of take a break for the holidays, or are they still in full swing? Yes, we do take a break for the holidays. Um, they're still getting their hours, but it's almost December 31st when all of their hours have to be turned in for the next year. But we do have our Master Gardener Spring Days event, and that will be on March 25th next year. So mark your calendars. Um, our registration will probably go out within um, the new year. So just look out for that. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, and um, we will let everyone know when that registration is out. Very good. Let's finish up with uh, maybe some contact points here, Emily, uh, either email or phone or both. Yeah, so my name is Emily Hansen, and the best way to get a hold of me is through my phone number. This is my cell phone, so 612-394-6302. And then my email address is hans6005 at umn.edu. So those are the best ways to get a hold of me if you have any questions or um, any other things that you'd like to tell me. I'm sure there's some links, too, uh, on the U of M website, probably, that uh, would get you directed right to you, too. Yep, definitely. If you just uh, search University of Minnesota Extension, Wright County, um, and then click on that link, um, all of our emails and phone numbers should be there as well. Sounds good. Well, Emily, glad we could connect. I know you got a busy day here today, so we'll let you get after it and uh, have a great holiday season. We will, uh, if not before, we'll talk to you in the new year. Yeah, awesome. Have a great holiday season as well. All right. Thanks for being with us today. Yep, bye. Emily Hansen, U of M Extension Horticulture Specialist here in the Wright County area and uh, other adjoining counties with us on today's Spotlights here on KRWC.